if I set a timer to knock out an email or whatever I'm working on, bet your ass, like, chances are I can hit it, get it done in that amount of time. But if I don't set a timer, I will be sitting in front of my computer, hemming and hawing about my email. If y'all read my emails, I'll be sometimes in there for like an hour or two if I don't keep my shit together. Some psychology around how the amount of time that you've allotted for a task, it will shrink or expand to the time that you've allotted for it. Happens all the time. And I do this all the time. What up? Style Nation, you are listening to the Styled for Life podcast. It's your girl Katie here. So excited for another episode, March 2023. I was listening to a Rachel Rogers podcast. If you don't know, I'm obsessed with Rachel Rogers. I literally have her book. She stares at me every time I podcast. She stares at me all day long when I work. I have her um book posted up in my window right in front of me all day uh, we should all be millionaires because i just love what she absolutely stands for around wealth and power in our country and who has it and who doesn't and helping those people who don't own a lot of that wealth and power or don't current currently aren't in control and a lot of that wealth and power to get there and I was listening to her podcast the other day and she was like she had another guest on there pinky cole and she was like 2023 it's my Jordan year. And I was like, yes. It's a total fuck yes for me. And this is my motherfucking season. So Aquarius season is over, but it's spring and this is style season. So I'm so, so excited. It's so juicy. There's so much fun stuff that's happening. You might even be feeling the stirrings yourself. I don't know. There's something about March. Like once that shit hits, and the weather starts to break, even though I know in some parts of the United States right now is getting pounded with snow. But over here in the middle East Coast area of Virginia, um, we have flip-flop weather, um, which we usually have all the time. And we're flopping back and forth anywhere between the 50s, well, even the 40s and the 80s, but no snow. So I feel the spring is coming. I'm super, super excited. So this episode... This first episode of every month, I like to do a lifestyle roundup episode and just set the intention and set the vibe. Oddly enough, actually not oddly enough, thanks to you, this is one of my most downloaded episodes every single month. Um, and I think it's because it's like we all kind of like this like start over clean slate energy is something I'm really trying to lean into. Um, I've been working with my really good friend, Amber on my nutrition and my um my nutrition goals and like she tells me all the time like well every day is a new day to start over like you don't have to be perfect and you don't have to do all the things every day like every day like if you hit missed your water goal or whatever one day you get to start over every single day and I really like that energy um because it's always building anyway regardless if you're being perfect with it or not so segueing into why I love this episode being like we get to set the foundation for the month. So it's here. It's March 2023. It's spring. I love warm weather. I am a beach girl through and through. Grew up on the beach. So give me all of the warm weather and all the water. How about you? Are you excited? So what I want to dive into today is I was just going to share a little bit 
on some intentions for the season. I have a product obsession that I want to share with you that oddly enough, this has been like the number one topic in the Style Squad. Um, I want to talk about celebrating. Hello, Style Squad. Shout out to any of those squaddies who are listening to today's podcast. And then I want to talk about a little spring cleaning because it's hard to like do a whole episode on March and set the intention for March and what I'm focusing on and what we're focusing on in the Style Squad and not talk about a little bit of closet editing, which is where the magic happens. And I have some fun actual strategies for you guys today that I've been sharing this week. Well, last week when this episode comes out, it won't be last week. Um, So let's get started. So two intentions and or goals of mine and things I'm talking about in the Style Squad this coming up month are bragging more and building that goddamn muscle because it's a muscle and releasing more like a little bit what I was talking about is like releasing the need to be perfect all the time or feeling like we need to be perfect because like let's be honest like none of us have been perfect because there's no such thing so let's start with some bragging real quick If I can encourage or share any piece of inspirational advice before we hop into very strategic how to get connected with your style through your spring closet edit tips that I'm going to drop with you guys, my inspirational advice as you sit and you reflect and you set goals for March or just heading into this next phase of the season of the cycles of life are to brag more. And you know why the fuck you should brag more? One, because you're awesome. Two, because you don't do it enough. And three, how the fuck else are we really supposed to love ourselves and trust ourselves and have next level confidence if we don't talk about it? It's so easy to give a compliment to someone else. And oh my God, I find myself doing it all the time. It's so easy for me to walk up to another woman and be like, oh my God, I love this, that, 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 that. It's so hard for me to celebrate myself and celebrate my accomplishments and even really get excited. Well, I get excited about a lot of shit, obviously, but to really like receive it after I've done it. If you've been following along in the podcast, you know, I've talked about this every week for the last month and probably even longer than that because I dropped this idea into the podcast ethers um, back in November, December of 2022 that I've been craving community, but I've been craving to create my own community because I know some amazing women and I'm in amazing communities, but I wanted an opportunity to create my own community with my own flavor, with my own sense of humor, um, where self-development and style and fun and funny shit come together for this like perfect, amazing thing called the fucking style squad. So Let's have a bitch bag moment for that. In the Style Squad, there's a whole um, section. It's called Bitch Brag, where I'm encouraging my squaddies to drop their fuck yes moments all week long. So when I very first started my podcast back in 2019, I mean, you're just constantly showing, throwing shit at the wall. But something I was doing all the time to keep myself like motivated when nobody was listening to my podcast, except for the faithful few who are still fucking around. And thank you. Love you to death. Um, I would do this thing called Fuck Yes Fridays where I would show up. I had a pod, a Facebook community 
for the podcast. And I would show up every single Friday and do a live called Fuck Yes Friday where I would challenge myself to celebrate and essentially brag, right, around three things that I had accomplished that week that were scary as shit. Or just that I did. I don't even want to use the word accomplished because it doesn't mean that we've mastered it. And I think when we use the word accomplish, it means we mastered it. So... I wanted to bring that energy to the style squad and I absolutely wanted to bring that energy here for you guys because in my mind, the style squad is an extension of this podcast. Um, So if you're not in it, you should join it. It's a community of women who are doing amazing things where we're working on our self-development, our style, having fun. We have monthly masterclasses with guests, with me. We're going to do a closet challenge and let you guys sneak peek it a little bit here on the podcast. And so much more. So that's my bitch brag moment for the month um, so far. It's, it's the first of the month. So I think we're doing pretty good. So what are your moments? Like when this podcast drops, um, I do a graphic every week. Even though last week, I think it was the first time I've never done a podcast graphic because I was launching the Style Squad. Drop your bitch brag moment on this week's podcast graphic on Instagram if that's where we connect. I would love to know what your moment is and or like wherever we connect whether it's voxer email dms whatever drop your bitch brag moment i want to know what it is hashtag bitch brag hashtag big bitch energy we're reclaiming those words my husband's gonna be so pissed that i was just doing (laughs) that sound on my podcast sorry um you know because he edits it and he's like a freak about mastering the audio and making it sound good but i am so grateful for that and i hope you appreciate that as well so let's talk about releasing and what that means it's funny as i had jotted down some notes earlier this week on what i wanted to touch base on on my monthly roundup and then I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, uh, which is Almost 30. And the episode that I was listening to today, she does, she's trademarked this lifestyle edit process that she runs through like in all areas of your life. But she was talking about mental debris and how when we don't edit our spaces and our lives, our digital spaces, our physical spaces, and she absolutely touched on the closet. And I was like, I feel really seen right now. Um, the mental debris that we carry around in our minds all day long. And I know you guys do it, right? It's like having the thousand tabs open of all the things you need to do, all the things you need to do. And this happens to me a lot in my house. Like when my house is cluttery or junky, like I can not relax. Even if I have no intention on touching the shit, it's like the laundry basket of clothes that have been piling up that you're like, God, I need to fold those. Let me give you a life hack on that one. My friends and I have been talking about is when I have these tasks, I have been timing myself because what I've noticed is it literally takes me less than five minutes to fold the clothes and or um, I've gotten really good about delegating and bringing in the troops to help me do it. But if I am just going to knock it out myself, it takes me five minutes or less to fold a giant basket of towels mentally it feels like it's gonna take me an hour and then emotionally I'm gonna fucking spend all day fretting on it so I've started timing how long it takes me to do certain things so then I can look at that basket and I can say okay well do you want to keep looking at it or do you want to take the five minutes and just like knock it out and be done with it of course after I've done like my highest leverage task for the day like my meditating and all those things 
but you see what I'm saying. And that is a hack that I've been using in my personal life and in my business, and it makes a world of a difference. And if this matters to you, prior to becoming, um, well, my, you know, I was going to say prior to becoming a stylist, I was a certified project management professional. <laughs> and there is some psychology around how the amount of time that you've allotted for a task, the task will fill, it will shrink or expand to the time that you've allotted for it. Happens all the time. And I do this all the time in my business. Like if I set a timer to knock out an email or whatever I'm working on, bet your ass, like chances are I can hit it, get it done in that amount of time. But if I don't set a timer, I will be sitting in front of my computer, hemming and hawing about my email. If y'all read my emails, I'll be sometimes sitting there for like an hour or two if I don't keep my shit together and set a timer. So that's life hack one for some decluttering. But back to the point of this whole thing on spring cleaning in March is it's a beautiful time to release because we're about to step in to a new season. And what happens when this transition is we got to release our old habits anyway. I think what happens and why everyone's mind explodes and is we've been in winter habits, right? If you live somewhere that's cyclical and even not, I'm sure that even if the weather doesn't change as much for you where you live, I'm sure there's some kind of cyclical nature that follows here. Honestly, I have no idea because I've only lived on the East Coast my whole life and it's very cyclical, kind of. Virginia weather's crazy, but I think you catch my vibe. And what I've noticed is like you create certain habits and things that you do in the winter. The days are longer. The days are shorter. You create new habits. Your lifestyle shifts. Your habit shifts. And then all of a sudden, the weather gets hotter the days get longer and you're like what the fuck am I supposed to wear tell me how this happened to you the weather starts to change it's the first hot day outside you walk into your closet and you were like was I naked last summer because like what the fuck <laughs> was I wearing because I damn sure wasn't wearing this dress I damn sure wasn't wearing the these pairs of shorts you absolutely were, but what has happened is one, you've evolved as a person, and two, you've just dropped the habit, right? So now you have to get back in the habit of, you know, dressing that way, of styling your clothes that way. I mean, I think we do that with food too, right? Like we grill out more in the summertime or we eat certain foods. If you're buying your vegetables seasonally, you know, you're only eating certain foods during different seasons and things like that. So then once you have to reintroduce the habit again, there's like this pause moment because our brain is always trying to look for, you know, the quickest, the path of least resistance. It's like fucking water, right? It's looking for the path of least resistance. And if there's like, oh, fuck, I got to create a new habit here, right? So, that's why I think it's super important as we begin this transition, March is the best month to really do that. So I wanted to drop in and give you guys some tips on getting into the closet and something I've been leaning into with clients a lot, speaking on a ton lately, and we're going to do a closet challenge with these concepts coming up in the Style Squad. And it is around just like cleaning your closet and creating a closet that matches your lifestyle, okay? When you walk into the closet, it should be a reflection of who you are and the life that you actually live. I can give you some really good personal examples here around when I had a transition from losing my job 
to starting my business. So, you know, I worked in the corporate world for 17 years of my life. Um, the last, the most recent 11 of those years was at one particular company that had, you know, a very casual, relaxed dress code to the point that it was almost like I had to come up with my weekend clothes versus my business clothes. And when I lost that job and I decided that I wanted to start my business as a stylist, when I remembered that fashion has always been my first love, I had to do a real solid deep dive with myself and I had to let so many pieces of clothing go because they have a bunch of energetic ties to memories and psychic junk, if you will, to an older version of me, to memories of doing things that I didn't want to do anymore and just a way of living that I was releasing and letting go. So every time I walked in my closet, I see these clothes, these clothes trigger memories, especially the ones that were some of my favorite ones. They had the most deeply rooted memories in them. And I had to do this closet edit. I'm going to take you guys through the process of exactly what I did. And I share that story to share that you can love something and it still might be time to let it go. There is a dress that I loved and it fit my body right. The fabric was amazing. It was, if Katie, my style was a dress, it would be this dress. And because I loved it so much, I wore the living shit out of it. And I um, did a lot of big things in it and had a lot of big career moments in it. So when I knew that I was making this transition, I had to let it go because I was not that woman anymore. I don't want to be that woman anymore. And I had to find my next, you know, Katie style outfit. So I'm sharing that with you to just know that this isn't just about, okay, if it doesn't fit, let it go. Of course, let it go. But it's also around the energetic connection, the emotional attachment or story, mental agreement that may come up with some of your clothes. So I want you to think about that as you go through this. But I'm going to quickly take you through a couple of things to do, like a five-point little checklist on how to really clean out the closet, make it feel good for you. So I want to read you a quote that I think is amazing before we get into the strategy. And this is how I want you to like use this quote, hang it up, write it down when you're scheduled the time on your calendar, that hour, 90 minutes or whatever it is to spend some time in your closet this coming up weekend or this coming up March season. Think about this. Opening your closet should be like arriving at a really good party where everyone you see is someone you like. When you walk into your closet in the morning, it shouldn't be a bunch of outfits that remind you of an old life or you only wear once a year if that or you're saving for a special occasion or you haven't given yourself permission to wear it should be all stuff you like. And it doesn't have to be a lot, right? If you had, if you see me make videos, yes, it looks like I have so many clothes. I literally have like five or six tops, a couple of blazers, two, three dresses, and some jeans. And I'm constantly like rotating these things through my closet. Would you see in my videos and things like that, that's really about the fucking extent of it. I don't have a secret closet somewhere with a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> um, I have a secret closet 
in my husband's closet with a bunch of junk. Um, well, it's not junk. I should say my relaxed clothes. They're not junk because I actually love my fucking relaxed clothes. So I want you to think about that is when you open in this closet every morning, it should be amazing for you. Think about when you clean out your pantry. I just did this last weekend, trying to get my nutrition goals in check so I can live forever. And I just like gutted the pantry and there was so much shit in there. One that was expired. I mean, goddamn, I found like cans from 2021. Like what the fuck have I been doing with my life? Like, come on. Same thing's happening in your closet. Like some of this shit has expiration dates and they need to go. So let me walk you through a couple steps on how to do a really connected closet so that you can feel really good and curate a closet that matches your lifestyle, right? Because that's what we want. We want the closet to match who you are right now and who you're going to be, not who you were 10 years ago, not who you were six months ago, not who you were or who you think you want to be. We don't want to look backwards, okay? I don't want to save clothes from high school. I don't want to ever be that version of myself again. And if I've gained weight, I'll buy new clothes when I get there. We can talk about so many different ways to do that. So here's a couple um, strategy points that you can use to walk yourself through a really nice closet edit this season. First and foremost, I've said it once, I will say it again, Pinterest, it's like every creative's um, favorite place to hang out. Start you a Pinterest board. If you're a visual person and no matter what kind of person, if you don't feel like you're mastering your style or you really need examples, I always love a good example. Like no matter whether I'm putting together an outfit, writing a resume, whatever, I love a good example. Like I just need an example to see what I like, to see what I don't like, to give myself a jumping off point, And then I can start putting my personality into it. So again, bust out those timers that I was talking about earlier. Get you a 10-minute timer and set it and just pin everything you love on Pinterest that you're attracted to and blindly pin. I think this is the key. I want you to blindly pin. I don't want you to overthink it. I just want you to blindly do it, meaning gut reaction, trust your gut, whatever you like, pin it. So one hack I've been doing on Insta, I mean on Pinterest is to get things that feel really re- relevant when you're looking up certain styles, uh, some keywords if you want to use some are like make sure you use the year. So like 2023 spring shoe trends, 2023 skirts, 2023 work outfits, 2023 office outfits, leisure lifestyle outfits, and blindly pin for 10 minutes. And then when that timer goes off, stop. It's like a game. Okay, let's gamify it. It's like a game stop. And then go look at the board and start looking for patterns. You are going to see them. And then now we have a mood board. And now we have a place to start. So you can start looking for patterns to see ah, what's showcasing itself. And let's create a little bit of space of like, I don't know why the fuck I actually pin that. And we can do some deletion and some narrowing down and, you know, start to curate it down a little bit. And you can even do like love, like, and knows if you want. You can get as detailed as you want with this, but some just a simple Pinterest board oftentimes is just enough. You'll start to see the patterns. And if you can't see the patterns, DM me. We'll get the patterns. Next, this is the juice. This is the juice. This is the juice. You start to see what you like. Don't look in your closet yet. What I want you to do next 
is. Now you've started to know what you like. That's your style. Okay, now we got to do your lifestyle. Sit down, think of your average week, your average month, and break it up into mm, like a pie chart, right? For lack of a better um, visual example. What do you spend your time doing on a weekly basis? Do you spend 50% of that time working in a corporate office? Do you spend 70% of that time uh, running a business? Do you spend 120% of that time running a business? I'm just joking. (laughs) Do you spend, do you have like 70% of it's working, 20% of it is momming or yoga class or hiking, and then 10% of it is laying on the beach, Whatever combination of things that is for you, self-care, anything. I really want you to get honest. You can even do it by day, week, month, whatever feels good for you. I want you to get honest. And look at the lifestyle that you have right now. And if that doesn't feel good for you, then make another little pie chart, note, whatever, picture, drawing, doodle in your journal. And now we're just going to do like the next phase of that lifestyle, the lifestyle that the habits we're working on currently, that the lifestyle we think we can be at in a month, six months, I would say three to six months. And now compare the two. Okay. That's what we want to focus on. If you're like, oh, my lifestyle chart is amazing. This is my life. And or you're like, this is my lifestyle chart that I'm working my goals towards. You get to decide which one feels more relevant for you. You know what you like. you got your lifestyle under control. Now you go to the closet and you ask yourself, does this closet match my lifestyle? If I'm spending 70% of my day or my week or my month running an online virtual styling business, do I have those outfits? Is 70% of my wardrobe consistent with that and say 10% of my wardrobe is date night and another 10% is at leisure and I need more percents because that only leaves 10% for hanging out with my kids and my kids are kind of dope so I do like to hang out with them then I need to go to my closet and see if those percentages are matching up so one thing that was real relevant for me that I feel like comes up a ton with my clients and I've used this example in the podcast a thousand times is if Date nights are your one of your goals, and sometimes it needs to be a goal. When your kids are little, like it needs to be a goal. It's a lot of work. <laughs> if that's a priority for you, and date nights or girlfriend nights or whatever uh, nights we're planning, days, weekend trips, if you don't have the clothes, it's one more hurdle you have to cross to hit those goals. If my goal is to have my husband and I intentionally make sure we go on at least one it's a lot easier now because our kids are older, but at least one date night a month, then I need date night clothes, at least one outfit a month, right? That's been a game changer for me. That's been a game changer for my clients. So start there. Then that's going to help you. Now, look to see what you like. Do you have those things in your closet from your Pinterest board? Start getting creative. But before, not even before, but next, what we want to really do, you, you're you like, this is good. This is amazing, Katie. But how do I actually, actually, actually edit my closet? So let's get in. We're going to pick up those pieces. Do those pieces hit my goal? Check. Okay, they've hit my goal. Do they match the vibe, energy, and mood from my Pinterest board? Check or no check, right? So we're running 
everything through this process of, does it hit my goals? Does it match my lifestyle? Does it fit me? If we've made it through there, then we can start to decide, like, does it have the mental gunk attached to it? Does it remind me of a good version of myself, an old version of myself? And you're going to start going through all of these clothes and asking yourself these questions. And I have a couple of piles that I like to create and a secret one that I think takes off the pressure, right? So of course you have your keep pile. You've run through the checklist. Use everything, all these tools I'm telling you today to create that checklist. You've ran through the checklist. You have your keep pile, Yahtzee, right? Like we know all this is going back. Anything that doesn't fit, anything that needs to be fixed that you don't plan on fixing, anything that's stained, um, anything that's unfixable, well, and by fixed, I mean tailored, any of those things, they go into either donate pile or a recycle pile. If it's completely um, destroyed, for like my cat has fucked up some of my shirts, you can't fix it. I'm not going to donate that to anybody. Nobody needs to wear that. I'm going to drop that off. My kid's school has a recycling um, department for uh, cloth fabric goods, right? Recycle those things. The things that you need to part with, like when I parted with my beautiful dress, that goes into the donate pile. We are going to pay it forward to the next woman who's just a couple steps behind us who needs a little support. We have a local women's shelter here that's helping women get out of abusive relationships and get back into the job market. And a lot of times, those women need to regain their financial freedom. Donate your clothes. The ones that don't fit you, Oh, I take a deep breath and I pause because I know there's so much emotion wrapped up in this. If you've gained weight and they don't fit, I invite you to think about if you decide to go on a journey and to change your body composition to get back into those clothes, do you really want to get back into those clothes or are you going to want a new version of those clothes? I'm going to assume that your new, brand new version of yourself and the woman that wore those jeans in a previous life is brand new and needs brand new jeans. And I'm going to assume they might be skinny. And we just did a whole episode on non-skinny jeans. <laughs> so let's go ahead and donate all of those clothes um, to the next woman and pay it forward. So we have our keep pile, our donate pile, our recycle pile. If you have amazing clothes that you need to wear and you haven't worn them because they need to be hemmed or altered or tailored in some way or fashion. Those, it does not cost that much. You can get your jeans hemmed for like $10 or $15. Create that pile, schedule it in your phone, get it done. You deserve to wear those clothes on a daily basis to feel amazing. If you have no intention on doing that and you know you are not going to do that, donate them. And then last but not least, this is my secret weapon pile that's going to change your life. This is my mic drop closet edit trick that everybody loves. So when we said you walk into the closet, it needs to feel like a party that you've gone to with guests that you love, that you want to talk to on a daily basis, right? But we all know there's people in our lives and there's going to be people at the party that we don't love and we don't really want to talk to on an everyday basis but they have a role for us. We just don't need it every day, right? So when I talk about closet, and no, this isn't the pants or clothes that you're saving for when you get back into that size zero from college. These are the items that the junk that I was talking about earlier that fills up our closet, like 
my favorite, and I do this because I love dressing up for Halloween, right? Love a good Halloween costume. It's those random pieces of clothing that you save for just in case. The best example I could give you is like a party dress, the sequin dress, the ball gown, the bridesmaid dress that maybe you'll get, you'll wear it to another wedding. Those kind of pieces create an archive section in a different closet in your house. So I use my daughter's closet um, because she hates fashion and it's stupid, even though she's coming around, I think, but I'm not putting any vibes into the universe. A coat closet is a really good example. A coat closet basically is an archive closet, right? Your coat closet is kind of like out of sight, out of mind. If you live somewhere that has a really um, warm summer, you don't go into the coat closet. And so you need to go into the coat closet, right? So you can use a coat closet. You can use a spouse's closet, a partner's closet, a kid's closet, any guest bedroom closet. Put those pieces that you do not wear every day that do not fit in your normal weekly lifestyle chart that you did archive those babies right you don't need every sexy long dress that could you could possibly wear to a wedding or a bachelorette party or a weekend and wild night in vegas that's not what you're going to be wearing on a regular basis archive it get it out of your mental space right you don't need that it's like archiving your emails keep your shit tight so you have so many other amazing things to be worrying about so when you walk into that closet you go to your as leisure, I'm going to the yoga section, or you go to your casual weekend section, or you go to the, okay, this is my, I'm going to go give a presentation at work today section. And no, I say that my closet's not organized like that, but I think you catch the drift. That is the game changing piece of advice on how to declutter your closet and feel really safe doing it and feeling like you're not oh my God, getting rid of everything is you can archive. And you, I mean, some people do this with their seasonal wardrobes. I don't because where we live, like, I don't know, I mix and match a lot. So I don't know. I will archive really heavy sweaters and I will archive my um, jackets, but I don't like do a whole switch out of my jeans or anything like that. So now we've cleaned it up. We have our lifestyle. We got our Pinterest chart. I mean, you're really rocking and kicking some ass here. The key to the game isn't shopping just to shop. I mean, shopping to you drop. That's just an outdated mindset. The best of us um, love to shop with intention. And that's what, if you've noticed, every single piece and every strategy thing that I've shared with you today is really about building intentionality in the closet so that you feel amazing. So next, you really want to do a checklist Look at that donate pile. Look at that recycle pile. Are there basics in there that need to be updated? Do are So I'll give you a really good example. Like when I was releasing all those clothes, I had, oh my God, I'd be embarrassed to even say this. I probably had 20 pairs of jeans that I had collected over a certain amount of time. Hardly any of them fit. Or they were really outdated. Distressing on your jeans can really begin to date your jeans, right? Because it's a little, um, you know, the fads come and go. And I had so many pairs of jeans and I had to really let them go. And when it came down to it, I mean, honestly, like I have three pairs of jeans that I'm wearing on a regular basis. So depending on where you're at with that, if you're looking at that pile and you're like, this is great, I have no pants. Now you start the checklist and you know what to shop first. 
the checklist, just like you don't go to the grocery store without a shopping list, you don't go shopping online, wasting your precious, amazing time without a checklist. That's how you build the checklist is you go through, you see what basics, what holes or gaps you have, and you build the checklist. And once you've made sure that your basics and your gaps are accounted for, then you can move into trends, right? The Springs Trends Guide is going to be releasing here like a March 21st. Then you download that, my spring style trends book, plug, not a plug, and then you shop trends. But first and foremost, always get your basics first, which you know me will be worked into the book. Now you've created an amazing magical closet that matches your lifestyle. So just to recap, you've got your Pinterest, so you know your vibe, you know your mood, you know your aesthetic. Next, you do your lifestyle blueprint. Like, what is your actual lifestyle that you live on a regular basis, right? Nail that because now we know what the closet really needs to get to. It needs to match that. And then we go back to the Pinterest board and we use the Pinterest inspiration to begin to match the closet. Third, we clean out the closet and do the actual editing, right? And then we break it up. I guess that's around five piles. We'll have our donate pile, our recycle pile for anything that's really kind of trash. Our keep pile, obviously, that's not even a pile. And our um, tailor pile, if we're going to do that. And then last but not least, our archive pile, which is our new secret weapon for keeping it all tight. We create our checklist next. And then now we're curating a closet that we love. And one thing I have to mention, because every time we talk about it, everybody gets so excited. If you're like, that sounds like a lot of fucking work. And I don't know, I'm not really ready to do the closet work. If you're going to release one thing this spring, ditch the holy underwear. <laughs> Buy yourself a hot new lipstick and get rid of your holy underwear. And then there you go. Well, that's the bare minimums. That's the basic requirements to go into March, to go into spring 2023, feeling like a badass. I had to say it. I could not talk about editing your clothes and preparing for spring and releasing without talking about my obsession with releasing your old, shitty, dirty, holy underwear. <laughs> okay, you deserve amazing underwear. All the underwear, even your period underwear should be sexy. I challenge you to get period underwear that's sexier than your real underwear. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's full of information. Since it is the lifestyle edit, I did want to drop in a product obsession. So it's so funny because it's like the one thing that we've been riffing on like constantly in the Style Squad. And this is why I love communities so much because it's always the simple things that someone drops on you that you're like, this has changed my life. And one of those things is Dazzle Dry Nail Polish. And no, this isn't an ad, but shout out to anyone if you know Dazzle Dry, I would be more than happy to sponsor them on the show or to let them sponsor the show. Dazzle Dry Nail Polish is my current obsession. I was getting my nails done, gel nails, and they were amazing and fab, but they were starting to break and my nails were just getting super weak. So I got them taken off, but I was truly kind of getting addicted to the the way it looks because you guys know I love to talk with my hands. And one of my friends was like, girl, get you some Dazzle Dry. It lasts just as long and it doesn't eat up my nails like gel. So I've been doing that and I'm obsessed. And this is going to sound so funny, 
It lasts four weeks, just like a gel polish. But I've honestly just been doing the clear because I don't have the patience to paint my right hand, even though I might make my husband do it, I think, here in a couple weeks because I got some new colors. I just do clear on my nails for a manicure, and that shit will last forever. And it's amazing. And it's just like that little piece of polish that makes me feel really good. You know, like what I have on my sweatsuit and my makeup's done. Like, it just makes me feel just a little bit more like myself and a little bit more luxurious. So it's just funny because we were talking about it on nail polish. And then I was like, oh, my God, ladies, like, can we use this on our toes, too? And then one of um, the squatties was like, duh, Katie, <laughs> like, I use it on my toes all the time. So it's just funny to me. It's like, you just never know what you can connect on and, like, what you can build a relationship with people over. And there's, like, four of us now in this thread on freaking nail polish. So I wanted to share it with you guys here. And I have a little like a bonus download for you. If you are going to do the closet edit by yourself and you're really inspired by this episode, I've been working on a seasonal checklist and a brand guide that I've shared with my clients. And I have a version of this in the style squad too. But I felt really compelled to just open this up to anyone's listening to the episode that wants to go through the um, closet edit themselves as a get ready for spring. So if you want to join the squad, you can absolutely join the style squad. I'm going to drop the notes. I mean, drop everything in the show notes, but katiejustyled.com backslash style squad. But if not, I'm going to um, create a, well, I've already created it. It's a little notion on document that has the checklist for spring broken up into what items to buy under all the different categories, tops, dresses, shoes, accessories. You get to style it to make it your own, but I have really good recommendations there. And I have my brand's guide. So if you guys are interested, you can go download the spring 2023 seasonal checklist and brands guide. It's literally just a line listing of some of my favorite brands that I shop at all the time for myself and my clients at katiejuststyled.com backslash checklist. And of course, I will drop all these links in the show notes for you as well. Awesome. Thank you for joining me on this month's episode of the Lifestyle Edit. I will see you on the flip side.